0: He has his own podcast <laughs> What is the job? Get my shit together welcome to the Getting my Act Together podcast for friday october seventh 2022 I hope your week is gone great. I hope you're ready for a weekend. I hope you have a weekend coming up and most important, I hope you spend it around people who make you feel most like yourself who allow you to be yourself who don't assign conditions to their acceptance of you. They love you, value you, and like you just the way you are. So I hope you have people in your life like that. I'm not going to do that because I'm doing stand-up comedy. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm going to be with a lot of comics that uh, I don't know how they feel about me, but I'm going to be with some audiences that they're going to accept me. Well, hopefully it will be without... Too many conditions. I am at the Laughing Skull Lounge tonight at 8 and 10.30 p.m. I'm hosting the 8 o'clock Best of Atlanta Comedy Showcase, so come say hello. I'm going to avenge my sevenfold. I'm going to avenge whenever I hosted a couple weeks ago when I told you I I didn't feel like I had good host sets. I didn't do the show justice, and the crowds fucking sucked. (laughs) <laughs> no, it was I. It was the host's, you know, the host sets the tone, gets it going. You know, it did bomb, like I said, but I, I didn't feel like I did what I wanted to do. And tonight, I'm going to do that with a goddamn vengeance on that 8 o'clock show. I'm not going to do a bunch of new ideas right at the front. By the way, if you want to do Limerick, please come do Limerick. And if you're just going to do a bunch of new goddamn material, go do it somewhere else. Okay, I said it. It's not an open fucking mic. It's a show. There are 25 people in the room. Tell the goddamn jokes. Am I talking to myself? Maybe. Am I talking to other people? Maybe. The thing is, if you t- here's the thing. If you tell the crowd, all right, let me, let me focus up here for a second. I am not going to come out. I'm going to come out with a purpose. I would come out with a purpose. But no bullshit about, hey, this guy looks like Slayer. This guy looks like uh, he's in a deodorant commercial. Nothing like that. It's straight ahead, bam, 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 here we go crowd, let's go, let's have a big show. And then, who knows about that 10.30, they're going to be liquored up, there's no cap on how long we can go, there is a cap on how long we can go, but uh, it's late night, Friday night, so you know those people have either, they don't have jobs, and they've been drinking all night and they're going to stay out forever, or they've been drinking since they got off work, and they're paneled, and they're going to be either asleep or ready to have a rip-roaring good time. So that's going to be the late show. And then tomorrow, I will be there at 5, 8, and 10.30. That's right. Three different shows at the Laughing Skull tomorrow. The 10.30 show is back. Also, I should mention right at the top here, I'm experimenting with something new. I'm trying to... I know the podcast is late getting to you. I want it to be to you by noon on on this day, the 7th. But I kind of, you've heard me talk about over the years, the idea of wouldn't it be the dream if I could have a bit of a Friday morning to myself? Well, I'm trying to make that a reality, to be honest with you. I'm not scheduling anything Friday mornings. I'm going to try to reserve that for a little bit of writing, a little bit of me time, a little bit of writing, a little bit of coffee And recording a podcast, so that's where I am this morning, Um, and that's why the podcast is not coming out at 5 a.m. Eastern, but hopefully by 12 p.m. Eastern, at which time it should be in your hands. uh, Eager to guide you through a nice weekend, encouraging you to leave reviews as ever. I encourage you, what every now tenth podcast to leave a review. You're like, no, dude, it's every, it's literally every one. Well, you know what? I'm gonna stop doing it because it's not fucking working. (laughs) <laughs> except for the great 15 underscore versus underscore. So that's why I'm trying to get into this, this a little me time on Friday morning. I pick out the girls clothes. We have a new routine now where uh, I'm, I she gives me some say in her wardrobe selection, but you know, very cleverly. I don't, uh, I'm not too heavy handed with what I want her to wear. Cause I honestly, I don't have a strong opinion. But I try to pick out a couple combos, a couple sets, a combination, they still call it that. A combo set, girls, for the summer. Try to pick out a couple things, lay them out for her, and let her choose. And she usually chooses about 60% of what I lay out, which is, you know, collaboration. So the Friday vision is she, I get up with her, we do our little breakfast get-dressed routine. And then her mom takes her to school at 8 if I could go back to sleep for an hour, that would be terrific. If not, I get up and I start my day, but I don't start it by doing anything other than me time. So having coffee, clearing my mind, writing, uh, none of the business side of my life, all the artistic fulfillment, the creative fulfillment side and recording a podcast. So anyway, that. Fucking long winded way of getting there, dude. Well, you know, you have some space to fill. It's just me. You don't have Aaron Rodgers on the podcast. <laughs> oh God. Imagine being grown and want to hear what that that guy has to say. Imagine being an adult. Imagine being someone who knows how to read and be like, whoa, well, I, I want to see what Aaron Rodgers thinks. He doesn't think you fucking dummies. He plays football. Other people do think, I want to be clear about that, Aaron Rodgers does not, although he does research. Anyway, I have some space to fill here. So, that's the plan. I'm, I'm going to try to carve out these Friday mornings for a little bit of me time. I also, parents, I don't know if you're aware, but we have me time on the weekends now, where after lunch, when it's, quote, nap time, uh, your host has figured a way around, hey, let's uh, pile into all, everyone in the same bed and no one rests because the girl wants to party or watch Cocoa Melon and we can't really fall asleep. So now what I've created is me time. And that's where everybody goes to their own room. Meaning my wife goes to our room. We only have a two bedroom house. Just want to be clear about that. My wife goes to our bedroom. My daughter goes to her room. And then I go out to the family room, the couch, whatever it is. And I will be there. My wife my wife is the big winner in this because the girl likes being part of what the big people are doing. And that is they're going to their rooms and doing their own thing. So my daughter will come into her bedroom on a Saturday afternoon, on a Sunday afternoon, and we'll hang out and read books. Not really fall asleep, but she'll be by herself, which is good for her. She'll have some me time for at least an hour before she comes out looking for me, not looking for my wife. So she's also kind of respecting the fact that Napping with Baba does not get Baba any rest. Baba gets to lie in there by herself. And Baba's the big winner because Baba's fallen asleep the last four the last four um, me times we've done. So anyway, parents, that's just, a, that's just a little thing. We call it me time. Everyone gets a little me time. We're going to be here. And it's a good relationship thing, right? We don't have to be in each other's business 24-7. We have our independent lives. We come together as a unit. Let's make moves. All right, so that's the plan. I'm going to try to do uh, this. I'm going to try to keep a little bit of me time on Friday. Clarky, what is it? Good boy. Good boy. Clark is here with me. Uh, Oh, I I started talking about Limerick a second ago and new material. And last night, Thursday night, we, uh, I did not do stand-up comedy because my wife and I, with our daughter, went out to a Mexican restaurant with two other couples that we don't know well. I've told you this before. This is Especially when you're older parents like us, it's not like our dear friends have kids our age and we hang out with them. We are all kind of becoming friends with these people only because of our kids. This is nothing new. So we went out with these two couples that I don't know well and uh, but they're nice, you know, but the kids get along and that's all that matters. And this one of the guys was asking me how I come up with my material. He was he was talking about comedy material and everybody wants to talk to a stand up comic when they don't know one. Um, But I'm 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 a guy very conscious of not trying to take too much of in that setting, too much of the attention I'm like, all right, dude, let's talk about something else. I get it. It's interesting and maybe a different sort of pursuit in life. But I'm self-conscious because you know what I would do? I'd be sitting there like this fucking asshole won't stop talking about what he does. So I'm conscious of not doing that. But I also don't want to be impolite. be like, I don't know, dude, I just, you know, I just, it's off the dome. I just go up there and see what happens. I don't do that. So I'm not going to take you into my process too deeply, but. It has to be something I care about that's what I, that's all I know, sir, uh, but what I wanted to say about comics doing new material at Limerick or anywhere else, if i 'm in the audience, it drives me fucking crazy, and this is a value judgment, so you can say, I disagree, go for it i'm not saying the tree is green i 'm saying the tree is ugly, okay, We can agree the tree is green, but you might think it's beautiful i might I might not agree with you. This is a value statement. <laughs> I fucking hate when comics at the beginning of their sets tell the audience this is a bunch of new shit. It drives me crazy because all it tells the audience is this is not as important as the other stuff. I don't care about you enough to give you the hits, the A material. I am going to work shit out and you're going to pay the price for that. I want to be very clear. Everybody works out. Every comic works out and develops material. But if you tell the crowd at the beginning, all you're telling them is this is not as good. So, fucking just lower your your anticipation for having a good time. Sit there in silence with your drink. That makes sense. I don't like telling. And also, and this is again a value judgment. It gives you an out for bombing. And also, it gives you an out, so you can say, ah, there's a bunch of new shit, and here we go, like, so so go easy on me. As opposed to not telling them this is all new shit, trying the new shit, bombing, and then going like, fuck, I need to write that more, right? And I'm, I'm thinking of, of, like, myself now. I, I'll get a better reading of the material if I just do it, as opposed to, like, ask the crowd to go nice, go easy on me because this is new shit. Also, as I keep thinking about it, and I'm on a fucking super judgmental, self-righteous prick soapbox, I was trying to get all those words together, my great brain, (laughs) the brain that I was talking so obsessively about, failed me on that one. Also, the brain, by the way, has put your body together in such a way that any cell in your body from the bottom of your foot to the top of your hairist follicle maybe not your hair follicle but right below that every single one of those cells in your body perfectly replicates your genetic structure that's dna right dna evidence from any fucking part of your body that's like uh that's the it's the ultimate regeneration system. I died, but here, let me cut out some of my calf. If you want to rebuild me, here's how you would do it. Here's the code in every one of those, um, every one of those uh, cells in my body. The other thing that I was trying to say that I didn't quite get to uh, because my great uh, brain failed me is that I fucking lost the plot. How could I have done that? (laughs) the other thing I got it I think the other thing I wanted to say about telling the crowd about you know this is new material is you the performer aren't going to commit to it because you know you have a safety net and that you can say that was new that was dumb I didn't think about that I was high whatever the case if you just tell the joke straight and see what happens tell it straight yeah I mean I don't watch gay comics no if you tell it straight Then you're committing yourself to getting it right, as opposed to, you know, providing a safety net and all these other workarounds, if you will, for the material So just I can see if you tell a joke and it doesn't work, you can say, oh, that was new. But if you tell people at the beginning, this is new shit, you tell them, I don't care about you as much as I care about another crowd. That's that's, I think, the basis of it. Right. And if you run the show or host the show, like if I host a show at Laughing Skull tonight, I have to see the crowd after each and every performer. Who I'm going to bring up, as you know, like they're the best comic of all time. hey, this person's fucking terrific. Make a lot of, you're going to love and make a lot of noise. And if they were to just come out and say, this is a bunch of new shit, which people won't do, and bomb their balls off, sooner or later the crowd's going to be looking at me like, hey, you're unreliable. You said they were going to be great right and and then it puts me in a, it puts me in a pickle <laughs> but the sh- the person who is responsible for the show is is the person who's going to be like uh hey what happened to the the stuff that got you booked on this oh. anyway it's just a bit of a bit of a personal fucking issue so anyway the point is i'm not going to do i'm not going to also, is it fear of failure? Yeah. Did I say that already? It's a little bit of fear of failure. Like, you know, tell it if they don't know, then you might have to bomb. And if they don't know it's new, that you might have to bomb and look yourself in the mirror and say, all right, I need to spend more time. I have an idea about trying something new tonight, but I know it's not really formed. I want to say something around like, I want to apologize to everyone because I have not seen the Jeffrey Dahmer documentary. I've not seen the Jeffrey Dahmer program. And frankly, I just don't know how much more footage. I I, I don't like to watch those movies. I can't sit through another story about some dead queen <laughs> doing something to get the attention of his father. Right? That's, that's an idea. That's, that's not a fucking bit. That's not something you put in a comedy set. That's something you have on a podcast where you called "Getting My Act Together." Like we work that out. I don't want to watch any more. Jeffrey Dahmer is a dead queen. I don't want to watch any more movies about some gay guy doing something super dramatic to get the attention of his dad. Okay, I've seen Top Gun. There you go. <laughs> that's not a bit, but that would be a bit. Right? What's a flyby? Well, that's when Dahmer would roll by the bar. <laughs> What's more dramatic than that? Tom Cruise. And, and and they also look like cannibals. He and Iceman smacking their teeth at each other. Like That's right, Iceman. I'm going to... Did you hear what they found in Jeffrey Dahmer? This, will be a, this is a street joke. <laughs> Did you hear what they found in Jeffrey Dahmer's... Bathroom, (laughs) head and shoulders. (laughs) That's why hack and that's why street jokes kill and people who do unoriginal material usually have great sets because that stuff stands the test of time. (laughs) Head and shoulders. That's what they found in there. Head, shoulders, knees and toes. That was his favorite little exercise he did before he went to school. Request for a flyby was the other thing he's gonna buzz the tower i think you know what that meant to jeffrey dahmer so that's like a it it occurred to me jeffrey dahmer you know first of all every comic is talking about this jeffrey dahmer show because you know it's a current event i suppose i don't have any jeffrey dahmer material other than what i just told you i want to set it up like I can't take any more of these serial killer documentaries, right? Like these documentaries creep me, these TV shows creep me out. That's all these TV shows and podcasts are. And I can't, I don't have the stomach for it. Another, and so like I would try my best to lead the audience into thinking I was talking about serial killer documentaries. But then I'd make a silly joke about a gay guy doing something really dramatic to get attention from his dad. I've seen Top Gun. I know what happens. I haven't seen Top Gun Maverick because Delta dicked me over on that flight back from Southern California. I'm not going to do anything about Dahmer tonight, probably. I am going to do, I'm doing, but I'm going to do something that is newish, but it's been tested. You know what I mean? And I'm not going to tell anybody it's new. Have I ever – also, have I ever told you that when I was in the hospital – sorry, let me rephrase that. When my wife gave birth to our daughter, my uh, wife and I – that we were separated from the child for – or my wife was separated for like an hour. I went with the girl because she was – I don't know. She was fine, but there was like one thing that they were uh, – they wanted to take her into the – put her under the lights something. I can't even remember what it was because it lasted – uh, a very short time, so there was a period of time for maybe like forty minutes where my wife and I were in the. They fucking put a microchip in her for all I know. You're right, QAnon. You are right. There was a like forty-five minute period of time where I went with the my wife had a C-section. She gave birth, and then the girl. I went with the girl to this other room where they kind of cleaned her up, put her under the lights. And my wife went to the recovery room. And so then the girl is up there, like 30 minutes, 40 minutes, something like that. And then I went back down to see my wife in the recovery room. And in in the recovery room, that's like a big room where there's like just kind of tents and uh, curtains. It's not like everyone has their own private room. And there's a nurse's station. And it was like 12 female nurses. And my wife, perhaps she was still under the influence of whatever they gave her to get that baby out of her. She was like... She said to me, is it weird being the only man down here? And, you know, I was looking for the joke, even though I was a father, (laughs) even though I'd been paternal for about, you know, 46 minutes, I said to my wife, do you mean, do I feel uncomfortable in this confined space with all these nurses here? Is that what you mean? Like, you don't think I've ever thought of this? The nurses are practically having pillow fights back there, braiding each other's hair. This is something I've thought about. I'm very comfortable in this situation. I love you, and I'm glad we're together right now. Just And you've yielded this baby. Thank you very much. Is there a bit in there? Maybe. What's the point? You've had nurse fantasy? Well, the point probably is more that uh, my wife would ask me such a ridiculous question. Like, "Are you? are you... Is it she wouldn't have said uncomfortable. (laughs) She would have said, is it weird being the only guy down here, only man down here? And as a matter of fact, no, I would have been just exactly how I would have drawn it up. Anyway, I'm not going to try a bunch of new goddamn stuff. I'm not going to talk about President Joe Biden, who all of a sudden is looking presidential. Or is that that's what I feel like they want us to think Is that right? Or Putin is going to blow up the world. But Diamond Joe has really come out like this is nuclear Armageddon and um, there's some tough talk from Putin. Maybe Putin is going to blow up. I feel like in my life, I've been through it's the end of the world a few times. I was a kid in the 80s. You've heard of duck and cover. Get under your desk. That'll save you. Comics have bits about that, too. You know what? It worked. We got It scared the shit out of us, probably. And some people, as they got older, developed policies to ensure that maybe we wouldn't have nuclear weapons, or we wouldn't let the rest of the world have them. Only the good guys can have nuclear weapons, right? My goodness. Anyway, apparently, Putin, taking a fucking L against Ukraine, shout out to Ukraine, Ukraine on the money line, by the way. You had to think when that war started, that war, Putin, talk about hack, I've, I've mined this territory. When The war started. You have to think Russia was a favorite. Why? Because they're like... What would it be? They're like the New York Knicks, Russia, or something like that. The Knicks, or... You know what? Russia's like Manchester United. In that you just see the jersey, you see the name you conjure the history, you think of all the great players on the team. And you're like, this is going to be a great team. And you know what, the market misappraises that because Manchester United has been a shitty fucking soccer team for 10 years or something like that since Sir Alex left. Just like Russia hasn't done shit militarily. (laughs) <laughs> I'm, now I'm really covering the waterfront if you know I'm talking about military accomplishments it's time to wrap the podcast up well, which I'll do I will keep it to 30 minutes today uh, just so you can enjoy your just because 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 I have to go somewhere um, Russia is like Manchester United so at the beginning you're like oh this is Man United against who? against Burnley? well this should be a bloodbath or Nottingham Forest or Southampton even a team that is not a yo-yo team, a team that stays in the Premier League. Ukraine is, you know, like a champion, a Champions League, not Champions League, a championship, a team in the championship, which is the second division of English soccer. You have to think Manchester United is going to handle that game, even though it's an away game. Well, Manchester United, uh, as Russia, went to Ukraine, and they're getting uh, their asses handed to them. It's a cold night in Stoke. So Ukraine is not only covering the point spread, the misalignment in the market where you see the jersey, you see Russia versus Ukraine, you're like, this is going to be, they're going to fucking slaughter them. No, that's not the case at all. As a matter of fact, they're going to not only cover the points, but they're going to win on the money line. So if you would have had the Ukraine at the beginning, your $10 bet would have returned you like 30 odd dollars because they were probably two to one underdogs at least two to one underdogs so putin a disgrace and a failure even though he's still very wealthy he has ruined his can putin ruin his reputation somehow putin has ruined his reputation (laughs) what was his reputation for before dude yeah good point um What has he done? Anyway, so he's he's losing, and now apparently he's gonna lose his marbles and just fucking like a com. You know what he is? He's bombing, and so now he's just gonna turn on the crowd and just launch a bunch of missiles, a bunch of. Uh, if he were Manchester United, he'd be taking shots from half court. Like any time that they dribble the ball across the, the halfway line, he just fucking tries to smash it into the goal. Well, that's not gonna be very effective. Hold on, sorry, that was a man at my house hollering for me. I addressed him, then I left, and now I'm picking this up three or four hours later, so I apologize for it being so damn late on Friday. The new goal, though, is to record these on Friday morning, have them posted by 12 p.m. Eastern time. I just wanna wrap up what I was trying to say about old Vlad the Impaler, He's a comic going down in flames. No one's listening. And so he's on the verge of like hollering out the N-word or something. He's, which has got everybody's attention and is going to cause him to fucking get the club turned over and get his ass beat. He's bombing. I mean, not, bomb, not bombing like a military. He, it's not going his way. He's turned on the crowd. He's yelled out, "Fuck y'all!" That shit was funny. He's he's indicted the audience. He's 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 blaming other comics who are talking shit about his set. And old Diamond Joe says, "I know that man." And to say the least, his uh <laughs> Biden's throwing shade at him, saying things like, "To say the least, his uh, army is underperforming." <laughs> yeah he's manchester united they've been underperforming there's this there's a sickness in the system at man united as there is in russia and putin putin's up against it biden says he doesn't see a way for putin to have an off-ramp here but he's doing the smart thing you know i'm saying that he's throwing shade at him he's doing the smart thing in that he's not you know, trying to run up the score, I don't think. He's not fucking going, this guy's, he's not, what's he not doing? He's not bowing up to Putin. He's trying to figure out how Vlad gets out of here without blowing us all up, which I think is kind of leaderly of Diamond Joe. As you've heard me talk about on this, the Getting My Act Together military history podcast, you've heard me talk previously about half, how after World War Two. We held our nuts at the Germans long enough, or World War One long enough, we held our nuts at the Germans, that sooner or later, Hitler rose to power. Now, is that a perfectly accurate description from someone who dropped out of high school? <laughs> Probably not. But you know what? I went back to school. You know why? Because it's never too late. It's never too late to quit smoking, start playing the piano, maybe make a little money. Whatever the case, do. That's... Um, That's it. This is a military history, stand-up comedy, self-help podcast. We finally have the branding after all these years. This is the 222nd episode of the Getting My Act Together podcast. Heard widely across my beloved now Germany, across Botswana, Nigeria, Central New Jersey. Thank you all so much for supporting the podcast, getting me to the 222nd episode. And you know what that means? That means it's Cafe 222. Go ahead. Google Cafe 222 and you will find a restaurant owned by a friend of mine in San Diego, California named Terrell Gavry. Have a great weekend. This is the new way on the Military History Stand-Up Comedy Self-Help Podcast. The lesson I will leave you with today, I believe it in my bones. It is never too late to be who you are. It's never too late to try something new. It's never, it's never too soon. Fucking go for it. What do you have to lose? Nothing. Do a one and a half off the diving board if you want. <laughs> I'm going to start doing gymnastics now that I've gotten my talks uh, together. If you want to learn how to do something, just fucking do it you know what? It'll make you feel more like being yourself. Have a great weekend. Come see me at the Laughing Skull tonight, 8 and 1030. And then tomorrow, Saturday, 5, 8 and 1030. How am I going to do it? I'm going to drive down. there. I'm going to go up early. I'm going to drive home. I'm going to do bed, bath and beyond with my daughter. And I look forward to seeing you. If you don't leave a review, if you don't email me at Smith, that is fine. I don't expect you to. Uh, but at the very least, have a great weekend and I'll talk to you on Tuesday.